following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help, and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, many times when we listen to the news, we hear stories about uh, borders and uh, people crossing borders and people who shouldn't cross borders and even countries invading other countries' borders. But in most of our lives, day to day, we don't deal with uh, political boundaries like that. But in our personal lives, I wonder, are there, li- uh, are there lines that uh, should not be crossed? Are there some boundaries we should talk about? Well, it's interesting that uh, you use that phrase. I use if I'm if I'm ever sharing with someone or talking about or teaching on the word boundaries, I say that a boundary is an established line, an established limit. Uh, it, it's a line that should not be crossed. And that language, I I, I think, is helpful. Because uh, we can understand certain lines that if we are crossing that line, uh, we don't have the blessing of God. Um, there, there, there are specific, like in the Ten Commandments, God tells us specific things not to do. Um, and we're we're really violating, but we're not men and women of, of integrity. Uh, we're, we're, if, if we break those laws or we cross those lines, the, the boundary line, if it's, and that, that, what I'm talking about is not a, a physical line. There, there are moral, moral boundaries. They are ethical lines that divide right from wrong. When a boundary is respected, the result is a reward. Meaning, think of it this way. God set up a moral boundary for Adam and Eve, the first two people he created, based on right and wrong. When God's boundary is honored, in this case... um, with Adam and Eve, uh, the, the, if the boundary was honored, the couple would enjoy a reward, if you will, and that means the abundance of the garden, and, you know, all the food that was desired, um, unbroken fellowship with God. But when the boundary is rejected, there is a repercussion. That means when God's boundary was violated by virtue of this couple um, eating, violating the only the only rule, the only uh, dictate that God gave, do not eat from this one tree. Well, they decided they wanted to do what they wanted to do in rebellion, and therefore they experienced a repercussion. What we're saying is, at this point, sin entered the world, which disqualified Adam and Eve from staying within the bounds of this perfect garden. So when you communicate a clear, appropriate, 
correct boundary. And understand, this is the boundary. Do not do this or do this, but if it's not going to be honored, there will be a repercussion. If it is honored, in other words, you do what is stated that's correct to do, uh, there will be a reward. So it's reward, repercussion, reward, repercussion. And therefore, if someone violates that boundary, the repercussion is inevitable. And often instantaneous. So in choosing to violate a boundary that God gives us, it can be stealing, lying, bearing false witness. Uh, there are all kinds of boundaries that we should have that deals with right and wrong. What is moral? Moral means right and wrong. So I'm saying this because boundaries can be so helpful to us. And there's the principle of rewards and repercussions that was clearly demonstrated when God set a boundary with Adam and Eve. By choosing to violate that boundary, they chose the repercussion assigned to their sin. The scripture, by the way, um, is uh, in Genesis 3, verse 17, to Adam. Um, this is what God said, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree about which I had commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you, though uh, through painful toil you will not eat food from it all the days of your life. The point is, God has a right to restrict blessing from our lives. And it's to be a motivation to help us see we really do need to do what God wants us to do. You know, in truth, I have admitted there are times when I've said, God, don't let me get away with anything. It's a prayer that I pray periodically. Don't let me do wrong thinking I'm getting away with something. I don't want to live my life that way. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies, on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. That number again, 800-488-HOPE. And I want to recommend to you one of our uh, devotionals, a book that we have called the uh, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, a 31-day interactive devotional. You know, how how you view yourself can have a profound effect on your everyday living. And the key to healthy Christian living is to see yourself through God's eyes, because if you don't know who you are, you can't know God's plan and purpose for your life. Take a look at this uh, devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, and our customer support team can help you get that. It's 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If there's something you'd like to talk with June about on the program, give us a call at 800-917. We'd love to talk to you about being on an upcoming program of Hope in the Night. Now let's get to our caller for tonight. We welcome Michelle. Well, Michelle, welcome to Hope. And I just felt the need to call myself. This is my first time calling. I'm a little nervous, but still, I think my concern is greater than my Mm -hmm. nervousness. (laughs) Well, let's just view each other as friends. How's that? And so let's just just, get away with, you know, there's nothing for you to be nervous about. If you just want to talk about something that's a challenge, then we want to present what God would believe would be give you hope in the night and we all have the night time of our lives you know there's a night time of our lives meaning when things are dark so tell me what is happening right now okay um at this present time um i have had and this happened last week a confrontation with my daughter in which i called the police because i felt i was being emotionally abused Mm-hmm. And um, how old I is really she? Go ahead. She how, how old? is forty-nine. Okay, forty-nine years old. And you are how young? How are, young are you? I'm I'm sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Okay, mm-hmm. twenty years difference. Okay, thank you. Continue. Mm-hmm. Okay, what prompted confrontation was a letter that I had given to her stating that she should move out of the house. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, by November the 1st, my husband and I both gave, well, I gave her the letter. And um, at that point, she started yelling and screaming and was simply totally out of control, you know, uncontrollable with anger. And I really didn't want to respond the same way because I'm a Christian person. And not only Mm -hmm. that, I didn't want to um, start an argument because Mm -hmm. I do have high blood pressure and it's controlled by medication. And if I find myself getting really angry or upset, sometimes my pressure will rise. So I, I just tried to keep calm. Mm-hmm. And I was praying mm-hmm. at the same time, but it, it just was so uncontrollable that I ended up calling the police, even though I didn't really want to. Mm-hmm. But um, it just was getting that bad, and um, uh, it was to the point where I, I just said, I, I don't have to take this type of abusement. Mm-hmm. So she just kept going on and on and on. And then when I called the police and she ran upstairs and took a shower or something, so she wouldn't really come down. And and, and what, what has happened, um, she will be here two years. <clears throat> she really was, she moved here in July. And she was supposed to only been here till December. Mm-hmm. And um, she, well, she was going to be evicted out of her apartment because she could no longer afford the rent. Now, the Northeast Coast, um, Boston, New York, I mean, the rents are extremely high, Mm -hmm. and I understand that she couldn't really afford it, but it didn't mean that she shouldn't look for something else. So she asked me, could she stay here, you know, to she save up enough sufficient amount of money to get another apartment. So I really Mm -hmm. didn't want to do it because I thought she would be irresponsible, you know, to her parents. But I I thought, you know, you know, maybe I shouldn't even think about what people would say that, you know, she's a Christian and she won't even accept her daughter in the house when the daughter needs help. So I know she needed help, but at the same time, I was somewhat, you know, hesitant about it because I knew she had been irresponsible in the past. Mm-hmm. So when she moved in here, I mentioned to her to pay $300. And uh, she said, okay. Well, it was fine for the first couple of months. And after that, she began to slack off. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what happened. And every time you would mention anything to her about it. Sometimes she would make excuses about it, and she sort of resented the fact that she should be paying money. I, I could see that because she had told me something someone said about, oh, you shouldn't be paying rent in your parents' house or something like that, you know, but I, I just ignore that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it has been going on for a while. And every time it, she would pay some months and some months, she wouldn't pay. And then when you would speak to her about it, she would get resentful and start, you know, like, you know, an argument or something. So, um, you know, it's, and $300 isn't much, you know, compared to what she was paying. So I 
you know, wanted her to make sure she would pay something because, I mean, we have our utilities and responsibilities of the house. And at that age, you know, you shouldn't really be um, irresponsible. And I always thought that people who were, like, in their young adults in their 20s would be like that. But I wouldn't think someone at that age would be that irresponsible. So she was, like, resentful that she was supposed to be paying $300 to us. And I thought she was taking advantage when she didn't pay on time or was inconsistent. She was taking advantage of her parents, and I didn't think it was right. So I spoke to her about it, you know, but she just sort of ignored it. I mean, it didn't seem like it really meant anything to her. Yes. But, you know, I didn't think this. I had that type of mindset at that age because you weren't supposed to be here that long and you go back out into the world and you have to pay rent. I mean, if you've been irresponsible in your parents' house, the same thing may happen out there, you know? Sometimes I know people don't always want to pay their relatives. They'll pay other people, but she had a history of not really paying her bills on time, so... I mean, I didn't want. I don't want to keep her here because it's really hurting her. You know, it's creating dependency and enabling and all that type of thing. You know, especially at that age, because I mean, we're not going to be around forever. So, mm-hmm. you know, my um, mindset is: you need to get back out there and pay rent and be responsible. So, you know, does she so. have employment? Is she employed? Uh, She does. Mm -hmm. She was off for a while, and I think, well, with this whole crisis with the virus, and I think she probably did have it, even though she didn't say, I don't know, she said negative, but still they have a tendency to make you um, stay quarantined, whether you're negative or not, if you've been working around people. She's just like a CNA working around people, you know, who've been sick and Evidently, somebody was sick, and they called her in to test it. You know, she said it was negative, but it could turn mm-hmm. to positive. But she may have been vulnerable, you know, at that time, but she's Yeah, and, and I'm not really asking about so much with the COVID-19 situation. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. exception, because that's not the real problem. The problem right. you're concerned about, at least I'm hearing, is deeper, and that is... Mm-hmm. Uh, an agreement to have a certain amount that she would pay to live at your home. Mm-hmm. And she has had um, employment where she could easily cover it. She certainly did the first two times. But then the resentment, the right. yelling, the screaming, the disrespect. its a, So that's what is... Uh, uh, you know, I, I hurt for you because every parent uh, has invested so much in children's lives, mm-hmm. and and I, you know, it's not that I think all parents are wonderful and all kids are bad or anything like that. I don't, I don't typecast there, but but this is reasonable if there has been an agreement and it was an attempt to meet a need. From a period of you're saying July through the end of the year, now mm-hmm. that that those dates have come and gone, 
you know, uh, a year and a half ago, uh, apparently, so or so. But but the issue is, uh, you, when you called the police, and okay, she ran mm -hmm. upstairs and just got in the shower. What 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 occurred uh, in terms of the interaction you had with the police? Well, I told them what had happened, you know, concerning the letter I had given her. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, they said they wanted to, would she come down to speak? Well, when I came up there, she was in the shower and she didn't seem like she had any interest in speaking to anyone. So, um, so I told them, you know, all that the situation that occurred, you know, how she was uncontrollable and everything. And they took a report on it and they told me if it would continue if it was to break out again, to give them a call, you know, immediately. And mm -hmm. evidently they filed a report because I received something in the mail mm -hmm. um, the other day about domestic violence, you know. So they reported it. And what, what, what has been even more difficult, during the time, oh, God, my, my husband had, to, had a virus and he was someplace being quarantined. And the same situa uh, situation happened where my daughter's daughter, which is my granddaughter, mm -hmm. he was living with her two children at the, at the children's grandmother's house. Mm -hmm. So evidently there was some conflict with the children's father. Mm -hmm. So they had, she had to leave. She had to leave. And she wanted, she didn't have any place to go. So then she wanted, she asked me, could she stay here while she looked for an apartment? So this has put me under more stress, you know. I know she didn't have any place to go, and, and she was trying to contact the, the welfare office to go to shelter. She couldn't get anyone. And um, so, so is she at stay. your house now? Is, yes, is she yes. living? Okay. The mother, and, the daughter, and the two kids. Okay, so three of them and then your own daughter. Is that correct? Right, right. Okay, so that's who is in the house, your house right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, well, when, when we come back, we're going to talk about what uh, a boundary is. And it's interesting because God is a God of boundaries. He gives us boundaries. We'll come back and talk about that. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org. 
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. You are listening to Hope in the Night. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry. We thank you. If you have any questions or concerns about the topic of boundaries, just give us a call at our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central, and they can help you access the right resources. The Keys for Living on Boundaries called How to Set Them, How to Keep Them. That's boundaries. And customer support will help you get a copy of that. The number is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd like to email them and uh, ask any questions you have regarding topics and resources, maybe there's something we brought up on the program here and you didn't quite get that uh, information down, you can email customer support at hopefortheheart.org, and they'd be happy to field your questions and help you to uh, get a resource that will help you the most. Or maybe as you help someone else and you can uh, recommend something to them, we'd like to give you those resources and get those into your hands. Well, let's get back to our call now with Michelle. Well, my friend, mm-hmm. I really feel for you because it's you know it's one thing when someone outside the home... Uh, takes advantage and is bitter, is resentful, is at times uncontrollable. You know, the, we, we kind of expect that uh, that that's going to happen with certain people, uh, no matter if, mm-hmm. how right we try to be, no matter how generous. But it's very, very painful when it's family. Yes, it is now, very there's painful. A, yeah, but the, you know, the problem I was reading is... in the book of Micah about um, about the enemy. Sometimes your enemies are right in your own household, mm-hmm. you know. And I try not to think negatively, you know, about that. But mm-hmm. it, it does happen, you know, when families should come together, especially times when it's so difficult in the crisis in the days in which we live. But sometimes it's, it's division, you know, and yes. that's, that's mm-hmm. what makes it difficult. <laughs> Yes, and when you have tried to be um, generous and yet uh, take, someone feels entitled, the word entitlement, entitled to take advantage of or to use the relationship, um, you know, it it gets 
very personal at that point. Mm-hmm. So be, to be uh, very clear, though, let's let's just be accurate here. Um, a boundary is an established line, uh, a limit, a line that mm-hmm. should not be crossed. And, you know, you, you look at even um, the first of God's Ten Commandments. This is from the Lord himself. He said, you shall have no other gods before me. So in a way, that's kind of a no, you know, you shall, don't don't cross this line. Don't let something mm-hmm. else be your God or someone else be your God. Um, and that's not what you're talking about right here, but, but we're talking about what is God's perspective. Um, and he has clarity about on many, many, many things in the Bible, it's very clear. Here's a boundary. They're like moral boundaries of mm-hmm. uh, right and wrong. A moral morals mean an evaluation of what is right and what is wrong. And right. so, yes. certainly, we see with Adam and Eve, first two people he created, um, uh, a boundary. Uh, if it's respected. Results in a reward. Mm-hmm. God set up this boundary: don't eat from this tree. What did uh, you know? And and He even said, "In the day that you eat of it, um, if you eat of it, you will die." Should and there was a, a spiritual death mm-hmm. that occurred. Uh, it wasn't the, the physical death, but the, there was a physical. I mean, there was a spiritual separation. Spiritual, yes. And in mm-hmm. fact. Notice what happened. Now, I'm saying this very intentionally. You tell me, what happened when they violated the moral boundary that God set up when he told them, do not eat from this tree? In fact, he said, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you Mm -hmm. must not eat from the tree of knowledge and good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will certainly die. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, the question that I'm asking you is, they chose, you know, they, they could have chosen to allow the Lord to continue to provide for them, because that's what mm-hmm. God had been doing. Mm-hmm. But instead, what happened? Did did they... Oh, it was a spiritual death. Mm-hmm. They were separated from God, the spiritual death. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. what you see is yes, they chose to go against mm-hmm. God's rule, God's boundary, and mm-hmm. the, but see God in this place, He had put in a repercussion, and there was the reward. They could eat from, they could do anywhere, be be available to eat from any place, and there was God took care of them. That's the reward if they had done what God said was right. Mm-hmm. But there was a repercussion. I like to, right. to have those two. I, I call them the repercussion and the reward. Mm-hmm. The reward mm-hmm. is if you maintain doing what the boundary has mm-hmm. been set up to do. And if, if you choose to, mm-hmm. and this is the point, they chose to chose, go against right. God's Mm-hmm. against God's word so therefore there was a repercussion that God right. put in place Suffering so consequences <laughs> yes so were they allowed to stay in the garden as a result no. 
Okay, that was the repercussion. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm intentionally saying this because I'm, I'm going to tell you a true story. There's a, a woman who um, moved to Dallas from Houston, and mm -hmm. I was very surprised. I, I met her. I was singing for a, a Christmas party and uh, mm -hmm. for a company, a big company, and all of a sudden uh, she writes me a note and says, Is this, are you the June Hunt that I've heard on radio? Mm -hmm. And uh, so she called me, and I, and you know, she had no idea that I was the one who was the June Hunt singing in Dallas. This is a, a few years ago, and mm -hmm. and uh, so then she talked with me. She said, "I want you to know, uh, my life changed by listening to your radio program, Hope for the Heart." And she said, mm -hmm. "I did what you said to do. It was a. She was a victim of domestic violence. It was mm -hmm. a law. But her husband was a lawyer, and yet he mm -hmm. was violent toward her. And so she went to the elders of the church because of our program, and they they um, helped her. Uh, violence is terrible, and you can imagine the impact, like on." Uh, children, and there were uh, college-age students, uh, mm -hmm. and they, they, so the bottom line is, later, uh, the son started acting like the father. Mm -hmm. He I would not, <laughs> he would not do anything mm -hmm. that would be helpful around the house. Mm -hmm. She would ask him, could you help with this? Could you do, you know, all these various things? And at that time, she was working, I think, at her church. <clears throat> and um, he he was being very disrespectful. And mm -hmm. so the elders got involved and said, you need to literally give him a a a repercussion. If you do not do this, then you cannot stay here any longer. So they were, the elders were very, very helpful, and all of a sudden, he does a lawsuit against mm -hmm. his own mother, and so, and he wants it a trial by jury. Now, since, <laughs> since oh the dad goodness. was a lawyer, I know, they, you know, who would have thunk, but he lost the suit, uh, they, the, the court ruled in her favor that he was going to have to leave because he would not pay anything, uh, mm -hmm. any rent, or would not do anything to to help, and was just uh, being an obstructionist and, and bitter. And so, uh, listen to this, she said the night before, honey, can I help you? Do you need boxes? He, well, yeah, I do. So she helps and gets boxes, mm -hmm. and she's helping pack his things, and, and, uh, Cause they, and they gave him three weeks, so it's not like it was overnight. Gave him three mm -hmm. weeks to leave. Now everything is in the car that actually the dad had bought for him, and uh, and he said, "God would never send away his own son." And <laughs> then, and so she looked at him. And said, well, actually, in the garden, uh, there was. An eviction. 
and mm -hmm. he hit the, I mean, he put his, his foot on the pedal and just screeched away. And he said, and he had said just before that, you'll never see me graduate from law school. You'll never see me, uh, marry and have children and all this stuff. And it just broke her heart, just broke her mm -hmm. heart. She was a true mm -hmm. authentic Christian. But, you know, isn't that interesting? You know, God would never evict his own. Yeah. So, and all of a sudden, well, in the garden. Now, my point is, do you see the, the connecting of the dots in that story of what I'm telling you? And oh, that yes, is, definitely. Mm -hmm. and, and there is a biblical precedence right at the beginning of, of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think the issue is you're not on the side of wrong. You're not being irresponsible or, or cruel. In fact, the, the, the sad thing is the attitude of disrespect the attitude of literally a bitterness, an entitlement. I'm owed mm -hmm. this just because we are re related. Right. And right. so, I, you know, if someone is gracious and that, and and there are times when we help out uh, at a point of need and want to. It's it's a privilege right. to do that, mm -hmm. and that's why, my friend, you did that for the July. It was earlier, but you it was to be July through the end of the year. That's right. And yet, that's right. I mean, there's so many small, well, I shouldn't say small things, but when, when you consider these things like, when I have to tell you, uh, don't, don't keep the television on all night. You fall asleep. You keep uh -huh. the TV on. My, my electric bill is running up. You know, yeah. I mean, uh -huh. all different things like that, the water. I mean, you go in there, you use the bathroom, you shower and everything. That's mm -hmm. fine. You, you you have to do that. But somebody's paying for the water. I mean, people are paying for these things. And you, and you sit up there and you, you just keep your phone, uh, you know, charged. And, you know, it's, it's at this age, I just think it's just so irresponsible. Well, to, my to friend, the way. issue is... It's who is paying either the mortgage, who is paying the rent, uh, who owns the, the home or is responsible for the apartment. Who is that? Is it you or her? She is me. <laughs> you are. Me and yeah. my husband is And that are. is the point. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. 
or grateful for your prayers and support. And we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living that will help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you access the resources you need. Our keys for living called How to Set Them, How to Keep Them. That's boundaries, how to set them, how to keep them. And you can order that from customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to look at more resources, you can uh, go to the website, hopefortheheart.org, and uh, you can find free resources. There's a drop-down menu where you can look for those. And uh, we have what's called our quick reference guides. Those are an excerpts, really, of many of our keys for living, if you uh, would like to do that. And you can print those off. Those are two pages to print, and uh, you can look at those. If you have more interest in certain topics, you can do that by ordering our Keys for Living. Now, the uh, website at the uh, under the store option, they have the uh, updated Keys for Living that are there. Also, Lifeline to Hope online training that's helped so many to um, just get pastors and churches looking to start or grow a care ministry in their church. Also, there's the uh, the biblical resources from June Hunt, and you'll find all of that there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Let's return to tonight's conversation with Michelle. Well, my friend, one thing I want to send to you mm-hmm. that I hope will be uh, helpful, it's called Boundaries. It's our keys, uh, our keys for living on boundaries. Uh, mm-hmm. How to set them, how to keep them. Because... You really are on the side of right. And the treatment toward you and your husband uh, is wrong. And f- for any anyone, much less a daughter, and, uh, you know, she is 49 and you are 69. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she no- it's not like she, she is a two-year-old who doesn't know right from wrong or something like that. It's not, I mean, you, you've made this clear. She's been there. Uh, it was supposed to be July through the end of the year, but now it's been two years. 
Mm -hmm. Right? Okay, so uh, it is understandable that she has taken advantage of you, but I want you to understand you have the right to set house rules. Whoever pays for the homestead, mm -hmm. no matter what it is, I mean, it could be a stable, it could be uh, right. but an apartment, a, 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 a home, whoever, we'll, we'll call it a home, because this is your home. Mm -hmm. it's, it's whoever has the responsibility uh, of the ownership of that by contract, they have the right to set house rules. And so you have a right, and then if those rules are violated, then there is a repercussion. And yes. part of the, the rule would be the house rules is an attitude of respect. It's not just payment, uh, because mm -hmm. I've, I've talked with parents who have called this program who are just crushed because, yeah, well, many times the sons or daughters do, are not paying what they could. They'll spend money on themselves. They'll spend money, right. spend money doing all kinds of other things from what they earn. And yet, to pay what they should, that doesn't come about. But I've, I've talked with many where, mm -hmm. they, and they called about this very thing. You are not alone, sweetheart. <laughs> I promise you. But, but you're on the side of right. The hard part is for you to now, uh, in a positive way, to uh, uh, start to say execute the you know the terms, but let them use a different term to to communicate the terminology, and then what will happen uh, by a certain date uh, if she has not uh, found other another place to live. The point yeah, is, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you're my you're concern, right. Um, that if I have to, and I really didn't want to do something like this, if I have to uh, get an attorney or, or seek some type of court action, which I really wouldn't want to do, I mean, I, I, I would do it, you know, because I'm at that point now where I just feel that enough is enough. <laughs> it's going far enough. Well, and yeah. she's, it's not helping her. If she goes mm -hmm. on living like this, it's hurting her. It's she it is it is confirming to her. Yeah, it, it's it's the more a person lives in a lifestyle that is wrong, then mm -hmm. they're putting faith in their ability to do it their way. When it's only, it's as you said, it is not helping her become the responsible adult that she needs to be. Now, let me tell you, I, I, I'll go on and uh, tell you the, the postscript of the story mm -hmm. about the woman in Dallas who, mm -hmm. who moved to Dallas. Um, I never will forget, she and I were in the same uh, Bible class, uh, Sunday school class on Sunday. And I remember, here I am, uh, I just, you know, arrived for our Bible class. And all of a sudden, she says, oh, June, I want you to meet my son. And I thought. Oh, my soul, I've been hearing about this son, but that was a surprise. I mm -hmm. didn't expect him. And she had given him our book, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. 
and he he said, "Oh, I love this book. It's a thirty-one day devotional." And and he said, "Now, could I make a suggestion?" I said, "Yes." And he said, "Well, I think you need to repeat this sentence every single time at the bottom." And I'm thinking, "My soul, here's this rebel who was vindictive and horrible." Well, he when he graduated. Just before he graduated mm-hmm. from college, well, I'm sorry, to, uh, from law school, he mm-hmm. called her. It had been three years, and and she was hurt. She was hurt. But I said, you know, this is his choice. This is, and and I know it hurts you. And I said, just wait, just wait. Well, sure enough, when it came time for that weekend of the graduation, mm-hmm. he wanted her there. And then, and everything went totally peacefully. She was, you know, gracious and all. And then he started his law firm practice. And Mm -hmm. periodically he'd come to Dallas and I would see him. And, you know, one time we had lunch together. And I'm I'm just watching this. And he respected her so much. Mm -hmm. He ended up respecting her. And later he told me, he said, I didn't treat mother right. Mm-hmm. See, so when, you know, it, it it took a separation. It took time. It, just like Adam and Eve, they were, they were evicted. But that was because of their choice. It's choice, not your right, choice. Right. It was such their choice. Example. That's such a great example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it's not only in the Bible, but then in the story that I'm telling you. So, you know, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if I saw this young man uh, again and now, you know, he is married and now he wants his mother to be with the children to be able to have a positive influence on them. So. Mm-hmm. At the time, it can feel horrible. It can feel miserable, and and where where your heart's hurt. But <clears throat> think long term, and you're it actually you're a very sound thinker. I mean, I hear your rationale. You had called the police. Now she basically ducked the police by you know, just, and she wouldn't interact. But right. it may be that this will be something. But I would. I would put down what the house rules are, and uh, part of it would have to do with her. Uh, if, if the house rules are taking, you know, uh, turning the television off at a certain time, then the ho- those are the house rules, and right, that's right. part of her. Because you're right, electricity. Uh, you know, you you and your husband um, uh, is how old is he? He's 71. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know you're seeking to be financially responsible. You mentioned the cost of electricity, and yet with her not being willing to uh, thus far do what she said she would do. She has not met her part of the bargain, if you will. And so what you do is you communicate that you love her, You'll always love her. And then, you know, you literally establish, uh, say, this was the agreement. These are the things that you said you would do that we agreed on. The But this is what you have chosen not to do. After mm-hmm. the first two months, then you did not 
uh, do what you had agreed to do. And as we have gone on and on, um, instead of gratitude, there is yelling, which is unacceptable, screaming, there's um, disrespectfulness, bitterness, right. and say, mm -hmm. therefore, now you, you need to go on and decide, will, when must she be out? You're going to okay. need to, because, mm -hmm. you know. She, well, um, we gave her November the 1st. Okay, that's what's this upcoming, mm -hmm. this, this upcoming. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's very, very, very generous. But maybe maybe it would be. What about this? It's November. It's November. November the first. But, yeah. Okay. But but if there mm -hmm. is disrespectfulness, it will have to be sooner. Sooner. If it's dis yeah. If 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 there is an attitude of disrespect and a lack of cooperation, you know we've got um, we own the house. This is uh, our property. And uh, we don't want to have to follow through with uh, ousting you, but this is this would be your choice. See, that's mm -hmm. the thing about a boundary. The boundary you set the boundary that's right, and then it's if they choose to cooperate, then there is the reward. If they choose to disrespect the boundary, they have chosen to leave. She right. has chosen, she will choose to leave. It, in other words, if, if she starts being disrespectful, then by the end of the month, she will have to find another locale, lo locale, location. And mm -hmm. if there's, um, and, and you would be more than willing to help her if that's, you know, you, you know the, the, what, what uh, this other woman did. And, you know, he remembers that she was, his mother was very, very, thoughtful she was calm but it was really the elders who she she said with our our material on boundaries mm -hmm. and and then the concept of being having the the, the support uh, she knew she was doing what was right, right and he, right. and today mm -hmm. he would say yes mother was totally right because we've talked about it so my friend um it is it is in her best interest. She won't see it that way typically, but this is the right thing to do. Amen. I agree. <laughs> and I thank you so much. And I, I I would have to order that book on boundaries. No, no, that no, 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 like no, something very no, no, no. I'm, I'm we're sending it to you as a gift okay. from. Yeah, no, it is it is our gift to you, Heavenly Father. We pray thank for you. your perfect will to be done. Thank you for Michelle and her heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You continue to hang on to hope. We will send the keys for living called Boundaries, how to set them, how to keep them. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. And we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. 
The preceding program was pre-recorded.